Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All the band is on the field. We're going to get the Comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Let's get it started. 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 What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. We've got another round table. We get Thomas back this week after a one-week hiatus. Uh, sorry for the late posting of last week's episode for the Lovely 25 people who get it each week. Um, Thomas, welcome back. How are you doing today? Good. Sorry, last Sunday was dedicated to my mother. As for most, it was Mother's Day. Rube, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, too. I was able to actually make a fantastic Mother's Day meal for my mom and also do the show last week. So Wow. Oh, yeah. Out, Thomas. Tell us about what you cooked. We didn't get to hear. Took some... Some blackened salmon and some roasted potatoes and broccoli. It was it was actually pretty good. I'm pretty impressed with myself. Oh, yeah. And Rube, not to say that I couldn't find time, but the time windows that the host of the show gives you are very, very sparse, and you only have very very limited time. So just didn't fit, and I didn't feel like making that big of a. I, I think it's really on. easy to try to put it on the host, except for the fact that the host can do it at any time of the day and actually adjusts it to people when they want to do it. Had Dylan said he wanted to do it at 7, we would have done it at 7. Had you said you needed to do it at 2 in the morning, would have done it at 2 in the morning. I actually don't care. Wits' schedule is more tight, but I don't know his Sunday schedule. Um, Wits, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Doing good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yep, still doing a whole lot of work for this podcast. Um, well, I'm surprised right. you're making time for. I'm surprised you're making time for the opening line now with your new big time podcast that you're uh, you're cheating on the boys with. Yeah, super excited about that one. What in the world with Roz? We've got a really cool guest coming up, and uh, you can find me still here on the Believe Network and on YouTube. Um, anyways, today on the opening line, what we're going to do, and this came from Thomas, so this is big shouts to Thomas for making this bracket. Although I'm obviously the one that filled the seeds. Um, we are doing the biggest Just bust an idea machine. in sports. Um, and I got to tell you, baseball was really hard to find bust. I'm going to give you names I don't think you guys are going to know, um, but it'll be worth a shot. They just never made it, but they were the number one overall picks, um, respectively. Um, we're going to start, start, though, top left corner of this bracket, like you're supposed to do. Um, we've got Jamarcus Russell, who, in my opinion, is the biggest bust of all time, versus Trent Richardson, who... If you think porn is a successful industry, maybe not so much of a bust, but he was the third overall pick. Um, we got Jamarcus Russell versus Trent Richardson, both just horrendous NFL athletes. And uh, we'll start with Thomas here, because for some reason, I feel he can relate to Jamarcus Russell. 
What? I don't know why. <laughs> that was the dumbest uh, <laughs> joke I've ever heard. Anyways, uh, I almost forgot who we were talking about now because that was so dumb. I almost like th- th- threw my whole train of thought off. Um, I would say Trent Richardson because he got drafted by the Browns, right? He did get drafted by the Browns, yes. Because, okay, so not only was he a bust in Cleveland, but the Colts traded, like, a first-round pick for him or a second-round pick for him, and then he sucked there, too. So he not only destroyed one draft for the Browns, but he also destroyed another draft for the Colts, too. So let me, I'm just going to go with that one. Let me just also put in perspective the players. You can hear Pat McAfee talk about Trent Richardson, too. He hates that guy. <laughs> The players that came after Jamarcus Russell in the same draft, Calvin Johnson, Adrian Peterson, Joe Thomas, and Darrell Rivas. Just wanted to put that in perspective. Fair, fair, fair point. Didn't know that. <laughs> who, so, came, who came after Trent Richardson? Trent Richardson? Um, that is a great question. There's a lot of players that I assume came after Trent Richardson. Um but I don't have that. Well, I mean, you just named like three, like, well, because or, like four they, that came after. The four that I named after Jamarcus Russell are all Hall of Famers, and two of them have set records in the NFL. So that's that's why. Yeah. I so see. there's you you don't have any like who who are some of the big name players after Trent? I'm not, I'm this, just asking. This argument is not even. It's close. not. I'm, it's Jamarcus not Russell is a asking. way bigger bust. Yeah, not to mention that. I'm just, I'm just asking for purpose of Hey, get off the weed, Thomas. Jared, give us yeah. your give us and your for the record, yeah. This is easy. Jamarcus Russell. It's I don't so know what Tom's thinking. And for the record, Trent Richardson was not a bust until he went to the Colts. He was actually very good on the Browns. He had a 1,000-yard season. And then Touché. The Colts, Touché. The I'll take the egg on my face, all right? The all right? Kind of set the, the Colts kind of set the precedent for teams after that running backs are not valuable at all, let alone really shitty running backs. So them making a, giving a first-round pickup for a running back, that kind of was the – just kind of set the precedent for teams not doing that going forward. But Jamarcus Russell, number one pick, probably the biggest arm I think anyone's ever seen and just doing absolutely nothing. I'll take the egg on my face. Arms. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamarcus Russell – Oh, you, wait, didn't you already say you're going to Jamarcus Russell? Give your point if yeah, you want. Yeah, I was just going to echo Ruth's point. I mean, Trent Richardson actually did have a very good year. And Jamarcus Russell, being a number one overall pick as a quarterback and the lack of product, the lack of production that he had, it was way worse than Trent Richardson. I think you guys – I mean, it's definitely Russell in this case scenario, but Trent Richardson is – Definitely a bust in his own right. I mean, he had zero Pro Bowl appearances, only three years as a primary starter. I mean, he was hyped as being the best running back prospect since Adrian Peterson. Um, and after just 17 games, he fell short. He rushed. For, he did have that 1,000-yard season, like you guys said. Um, but other than that, he ended up in the Canadian Football League after four years. So, pretty big bust. Not as big as Jamarcus Russell. Moving on, though, we've got Tim Couch versus... Thomas, who gave me this name, I completely forgot about this guy because of how big of a bust he is, but Adam Morrison. So we got Tim Couch, another franchise quarterback, should have been, versus Adam Morrison, who might have had one of the best college stories of all time, but it did not translate to the pros. Rube, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I'll go Adam Morrison here. Honestly, I don't really remember the Tim Couch storyline. I'll be perfectly honest here. But Adam Morrison was so good at Gonzaga, and then... 
how his career at Gonzaga ended, crying face down on the floor and then just not ever amounting to anything in the NBA. Um, so I'll go with him. Thomas. I uh, got to do full disclosure here. I don't know who Tim Couch is either in that whole story. <laughs> so, uh, but also, Roz, uh, Adam Morrison might be the only one who had an uglier mustache than you did. So Right. So I'm, I'm going to go with Adam Morrison. Which I know you not, know Tim not Couch. Not because of his mustache, though. Roz, I do know Tim Couch. And... I think bigger bust here. I'm going to have to say Morrison. Uh, Tim Couch was not very good, but he played 60 games. He threw 64 touchdowns, and he went to the Browns. So, I mean, they haven't exactly done a great job of giving their quarterbacks any supporting cast. And Adam Morrison looked like he was going to be a pretty damn good NBA player and just wasn't the case. So I'm going I'm to go with Morrison here. Not that my vote matters anymore, and it doesn't. Uh, the one thing I do have to say about Tim Couch is I think when you're the number one overall pick and a quarterback, regardless of the franchise, I understand the Browns are who they are. And this article actually writes that had McNabb been switched in this draft with Tim Couch, they think the same thing would have happened, that Philadelphia still might have been able to make it to the NFC division championship, or conference championship and that Donovan McNabb would have been out of the league in five years. Uh, it, that's up in the air. I think quarterback talent goes a long way. Um, Tim Couch also got popped for steroid use because of his poor play. I think that just adds uh, salt to the wound. But uh, Adam Morrison is uh, moving on here. We've got the next one. This one is the one I'm struggling with because I don't know anything about baseball busts. But we've got Brian Bullington, pitcher to the Pittsburgh Pirates, number one overall in 2002. That same year, B.J. Upton, Zach Grinke, Prince Fielder, Cole Hamels, and Matt Cain got drafted right behind him. He, let me just read a little bit about him. Um, God, if you read too much, I'm going to forget his name. So I know. I'm telling you. <laughs> he he never made it at any level, or he did, he did show up in the majors at least, but he never really had a career. He was a quick in and out. He's regarded as one of the biggest baseball busts of all time, and I think... What I was saying before the show, it's hard to do baseball busts because if they're busts, they just don't make it to the pros. There's a, it's a different system with baseball. You get drafted, and you don't come to the pros to fail right away. You fail in the minors, so I don't think you ever hear of them. So we got Brian Bullington, and then we got Sam Bowie, who we all know the Sam Bowie story, and uh, who got drafted right after him. So I'm going to leave this one up to Rube to start. I'll go... I'll go Sam Bowie. I don't. I honestly don't remember the other guy's name anymore. So I'm telling you, this is. I wanted to integrate baseball into this. It's just. I. I, I know it is hard. I get that, but yeah, I'll go Sam Bowie versus player number one. Okay. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, Thomas. Yeah, this is a really really tight race. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take Bowie by a nose. Wit. Yeah, I had never heard of Brian Bullington. Uh, I don't think you, no one's going to hear the baseball guys. I'm just, <laughs> but think, think about if you're the number one overall pick. That's just what I'm like. That's and you just. But dude, you also have to think of like those guys that came behind him in the draft aren't even close to the comparison that the guys that came after Bowie. Well, right. 
That I think is I I'm not going against Bowie here. I would vote for Bowie as well. I just needed to throw some baseball guy on here somewhere. There's only one other baseball guy I gave up after. Like you have to deep dive for these things. I was done after two baseball guys. So Sam Bowie, moving on here. Um, we go to our last baseball player. We got Brian Mark Appel. Brian Dang. Taylor, 1991 draft, was the first overall pick to the Yankees. He's the only first overall pick in Major League Baseball history to never make it to the majors. That is why he's on this list. And he's going up against Syracuse boy Johnny Flynn, who Steph Curry was taking the pick after him. So I felt he should make the list and also give Brian Taylor maybe a shot of moving on, showing a little baseball love. So I'll go Brian. I'll go Brian Taylor here, just because it was a, it was a good stat, Roz. He's the only one ever to not make it. So I'll give you a little love. Oh, we got a baseball guy. All right, Thomas. I'll, I'll carry that baton and, and definitely uh, take the baseball guy because I was a big Johnny Flynn fan. Which that guy was good. That guy was good in two K too, like really good. But he was horrible in the NBA. Anyways, Wits. Uh. Yeah, you sold me on that stat, Roz. It was pretty good. And Johnny Flynn, like he was a bust, but you know, he wasn't like a number one pick. And you know, he was I, a I top. Expect- he was a top seven pick. I don't know. Yeah, I think- but top seven in the NBA. There's only two rounds. He wasn't. I mean, okay. You're, plenty, you're, you're sold- top seven picks. I know. Yeah. To be you to be fair, I just thought the Steph Curry. Thing. I thought the Steph Curry getting drafted after him was like the big like oh no like the Timberwolves could have yeah. had. Curry. It's a tough look for the Timberwolves drafting two point guards who weren't Steph Curry before Steph Curry. <laughs> right. So who who are those? Who are they? Rubio and Flynn. It's a tough one. Ricky Rubio. I hear he's like the league, league's most hated player. <laughs> As we keep the steamrolling of Ricky Rubio going, we'll move over to the other side of the bracket where we've got another person I think is up there for the biggest bust of all time we've got greg odin tony mandarich no i did not i did not put tony mandarich or some of the other old football guys i tried keeping it in bosworth? no i did not put bosworth either too old i was trying to keep it from like 1990s okay. to now i had to deep dive for the baseball one anyways kevin white is his opponent here kevin white one of the biggest busts in the nfl i loved how much attention the bears gave him and i had to put him on a list here I know there are def- definitely Packers busts that I kept off this, but I thought, why not take a little jab? Andrew. Yes, O-lineman, number two pick in the draft. Um, so we've got Kevin White versus Greg Oden. Room, take it away. Go to Greg Oden. I think that should be the consensus. <laughs> if you yeah. think I'm voting against and putting a Bears guy in the championship of biggest busts, you're crazy. Fine. Greg I'll I'll give the sole vote to Kevin White, even though I want Greg Oden to win this one. Um, but Kevin White's a pretty big bust. Can we not acknowledge, or can we acknowledge that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, but a lot like yeah, number four pick. I feel like in the NFL, it's like, oh, it's like I, if you're a top five pick in the NFL, you gotta perform. And that you gotta you should take a quick look back at like the last five years top five picks. I don't really know, but I'm guessing that it's probably like a fifty percent hit rate, kind of if they're good enough. Uh, I would be very intrigued. In fact, I'm probably going to be looking this up while we continue to do this. Um, we got – so Greg Oden's moving on. I just oh, realized, I don't even get a vote anymore? Oh, I thought you First shook your head. A, yeah, you can vote for Greg Oden. I'm going to vote for him, but I want to give my thoughts on it. I Rip mean, it. 
Greg Oden definitely had more production in the NBA, but relative to his hype, that Kevin White ratio is definitely in favor of Oden, I think, of being a bust. Because he was hyped to be like the next, say, Hakeem Olajuwon, like the next great center. And he was, his whole career was just kind of disappointing. Kevin White has been crappy, but never had as much hype as Greg Oden. Right. Uh, Greg Oden plays in that Ice Cube Big Three League. <laughs> it's pretty he's, funny. To, he, he, he just manhandles people. He can't move, though. He, his knees are he's, so messed up. He's a big old man, though. He is big. Uh, he was, him and LeBron would have played together at Ohio State if LeBron didn't go to the NBA. That Ohio State team would have been nuts with Mike Conley, too. Yeah. <laughs> when you move him by the bolo, it's the playoff. Break, break, break down. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. Thank you for listening to the opening line today. We've got a quick sponsor for you. While you're waiting this out at home, you can still have some fun betting with our partners at betonline.ag. We know there's no NBA, no NHL, or MLB, but don't worry. BetOnline still has hundreds of games, events, and sports to wager on. NASCAR is back, Madden and the NBA 2K simulations, which is beyond wild. Uh, there is the $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge. We've got UFC back. You'll hear Wits talk about it at the end of the show. Online casino and poker uh, and blackjack as well. We'll be sitting at those tables, Wits and I, so come join us there. And coming up next Sunday on BetOnline, they have the ex-Chicago Bulls, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, and Ron Harper joining to discuss the Michael Jordan doc on what they're calling the final dance. There's still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag to use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that is betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Go check it when out. When you're moving by the bolo, it's the playoff. Break, break, break down. Ooh. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. We're going we're gonna to do a brief intermission on, intermission on the bracket just because I wanted to do the Rube thing. So... I know this is a fresh. You wanted to do the last. I'll do the last three years to keep it short and sweet. Last year, Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Keenan Williams, Cleland Farrell, and Devin White were the top five. I think, it, again, these are things that might be too soon to do. But all of them, I, think too, I think it's too soon. I think all of them played an impact this year and at a rookie level, to be fair. The year before that, it was Baker, Saquon Barkley, Sam Darnold, which, okay, Denzel Ward and Bradley Chubb. I think you take Darnold out of that list. I think those are all excellent um, top five picks. Baker's jury still out. Baker. Ba- yeah, Baker. Yeah, Baker. Yeah, I, I like Baker. Uh, I'm riding the Baker. He one, he one really good year and one really bad year. So and then this, dude, he's one year away from being like the next Tim Couch. You're right. 2017. Interesting enough, 2017 has had the most. Um, non-re-upping or non-extending of contract for that fifth-year option. It's a, it is a rough draft now that I'm looking at this one. Um, but it's Miles Garrett, Mitch Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, Leonard Fournette, and Corey Davis are the top five. And that's, Three out of five. Out of I, five I'd, say, I'd say Rube reigns true here. That same draft, it was Jamal Adams came after, Christian McCaffrey came after, Patrick Mahomes came after. Marshawn Lattimore, Deshaun Watson, and Marlon Humphreys all were Pro Bowl players. <laughs> Fun fact, Mitch Trubisky has been to a Pro Bowl. Uh, yeah, eighth alternate when everyone got hurt. And then the last one is the Goff-Wentz year. It goes Goff-Wentz, Joey Bosa, Elliott, and Jalen Ramsey. I think that's an awesome one. In fact, the first seven picks of that yeah. year went to a Pro Bowl. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Although, I'm, I'm out on Wentz. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm out on Goff. He can't stay on the field. Goff had one good year. I'm yeah, out on Goff. Then you got Bosa, Goff, Elliott, and Ramsey. Yeah, those guys are those guys are all pretty good. All right, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna go back. I actually had a little bit of a blunder on this bracket and didn't fix it in the time we were filling that in. Um, but I've got Anthony Bennett not against an opponent. Is it safe to say we can move Anthony Bennett on? <laughs> He's probably the biggest bust on this list. I. Didn't give him an opponent. It's an accident, but I don't think he really needs him. I think he was going to win. Humor us real quick and pull up that draft. Like, it's got to be the worst that, draft. And he's that was bad. <laughs> um, we are looking at the Anthony Davis. No, Anthony Bennett. My bad. It, the first thing that comes up is the Anthony Bennett draft. That's what it's known is, as. Was Kyrie, was Kyrie who, who's after? Okay, so Victor Oladipo was taken two. And he I was think... The only I think he was the only good player in the day. And then, yeah. and then this is great. It goes down from here. It goes Otto Porter, Cody Zeller, Alex Len, Nerlens Noel, Ben McLemore, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Trey Burke, CJ McCollum at 10, Mark, Michael Carter-Williams 11, Steven Adams 12, Kelly Olynyk 13, Shabazz Muhammad 14, Giannis Antetokounmpo 15, uh, Lucas Naguera, who's not in the league, Dennis Schroeder, Shane Larkin, Sergey Kasarov, Tony Snell, Gorgie Jang, Mason Plumley, Solomon Hill, Tim Hardaway, Reggie Bullock, Andre Robinson, Rudy Gobert, 27, Levo Jean Charles, who's definitely not in the league, Archie Goodwin, and Nemaja Nodvik, who also is not in the league. So that's that draft. Second half of that draft much better than the first half. <laughs> Starting at Giannis at 15. They just would have started at 15. Um, so Anthony Bennett's moving on, uncontested. He will be facing off against Greg Oden, which will be a great matchup. Before we get there, we've got Kwame Brown, who was Michael Jordan's first overall pick with the Washington Wizards. Did play 12 seasons, but definitely wasn't a number one overall pick, versus Matt Leiner. Ooh. Sorry, first decent matchup of the day, I think. Um, I'll, go, I'll go Matt Leiner here, I think. Yeah, uh, I'll go Matt Liner. I don't think it's a bad he case was, there. Like, he was so good at USC. And then Kwame Brown, like, he wasn't, obviously didn't live up to a number one pick, but he wasn't bad. He was always a serviceable starter in the NBA. So, when Liner literally did nothing. So, I'll go Liner. What I would say to back up the Liner thing real quickly, Liner had only one season as a starter after being taken. He was taken 10th overall, which was the same pick Josh Rosen was taken by the Arizona Cardinals, um, and he also didn't have a season as a starter. So just just to put that there. But Kwame was the number one overall pick. Thomas, you're up. I'm going to go with uh, my gut here, and it tells me Kwame Brown, because parading the uh, NBA holes of YouTube, there's a bunch of Kwame Brown videos about people talking about how much they hated him and how bad he was, so... And they have, like, a lot of views, too, so I'm going to go with those. What's that, Kwame Brown? Which? I'm going to go with Kwame Brown as well. Uh, number one overall pick, career line of 6-5-1. and one. Very disappointing. Matt Leinert did himself the biggest disservice ever by staying at USC an extra year. I think it changed everything. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Kwame just because of the number one overall Matt Leinart had a nice run here, but Kwame's moving on. Then we've got Darko Milicic versus an interesting one I found because super bust. I know wide receivers might not make a team, 
but Justin Blackman had one of the wildest NFL stories ever. The guy never even made it on the field. Get off the weed. Get off. I mean, this guy, this guy was on something because he was taken. I think he was top five, and uh, he never, never made it in the NFL. I know Darko Milicic had Chris Bosh, Carmelo Anthony, and Dwayne Wade go after him, but I wanted to give Justin Blackman a shot. <laughs> I got Darko here. I think much more. I don't know bigger deal than a receiver. Thomas. I'm going to go Darko as well, but shout out to Justin Blackman because he was in that NCAA football game and he was a stud in that game. I would always be Oklahoma State just because of him. It's a fun fact. Uh, I'm going to go with Blackman here just because I know a lot more about like football and he was a very big promising fantasy player that Turned out to be a poor man's Mar- Marquise Lee. The Jaguars wide receivers just not a good stretch there for a few years. Well, and he and he got suspended like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars still took him though, and he got again. <laughs> um, I kind of want to force this into a tie, but the tiebreaker is if the hosts agree, then they move on. I think it wouldn't be fair to knock Darko off this list, so I'm going to go Darko to move on here. We get to the Elite Eight. Move back to the other side. We got Jamarcus Russell versus Adam Morrison. J. Russ. We got one for Russ. I got, that, I got Tubby Lard. I got Jamarcus, too. I remember There's them no that. first they overall like pick a... to put on more weight than Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. I, was gonna say, I remember them doing that E60 of him, and he was walking on the beach with some guy from ESPN, and he had to have been like 375 pounds. He was, he was a big man. Dude, that, that, pic, that picture of him showing up to a camp. <laughs> Who's to say he wasn't trying to be an offensive up. lineman? You've seen many quarterbacks yeah. adjust to being wide receivers in the league. I think there was a cry for help. Your fa- I think Jamarcus wanted to be an offensive lineman. Your favorite line, he was a cupcake away from from, uh, from right guard. <laughs> Which, yeah. who you got? I'm going to go with Russell. I'm going to go with Russell, too. Whenever I think, whenever I hear his name, the only stat that I think of is that he could throw a football. Uh, was it like eighty yards from his knees? Right, and or I think six, Patrick Mahomes is going to take that title from him. So Russell's really going to be shit out of luck. Yeah, that like that is the only thing I think of when I think of Jamarcus Russell. Wow. So Russell's moving on to the final four. We've got Sam Bowie versus Brian Taylor, the lone baseball guy, the lone ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Great little matchup right here. Um, I'll start with Rube here. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Sam Bowie here. Ooh, Give my boy Taylor a vote in the first round. But when you ever, whenever you go before, if you go before Michael Jordan, you suck. That's pretty tough to live up to. So, Thomas, we on Bowie as well. The, oh. the baseball guy made a good run, but I think it comes to an end here. Wits. Yeah, I gotta go with Bowie. It's a, oh. uh, it's a bus sandwich being surrounded by what was it, eight championships, twenty five All Star appearances between Olajuwon and Jordan, like eight MVPs. It's not not a good sandwich to be in. So Sam Bowie's moving on. We head to the other side. We've got Greg Oden who had to fight his way to this round, and Anthony Bennett was bad enough to not have to have a first round opponent. What do we got here? Two of the worst in NBA history. 
I'll take this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna still have to go Odin. Um, definitely had more production, but the hype, like when he was a senior in high school, was that he was gonna be the next amazing big man in the league. Anthony Bennett was the number one pick, but I remember watching that draft and it was like nobody better than Anthony Bennett. I remember being absolutely shocked that Anthony Bennett went one there. Like that, you're. I think that's a really good argument right there that Odin had all this hype. Anthony Bennett wasn't even supposed to be the number one overall pick. And maybe that's placed to him winning this. But I like the Odin pick. Rube, you're up. Yeah, I'll go with Odin here, too, just because of the hype. And I just remember, like, yeah, Anthony Bennett was not even, like, top five in most people's mock drafts, I remember. And they took him number one. No one had any idea, like, what the hell they were doing. So I'll go Odin. Thomas. I'm going to go Owen as well, just because I remember not even knowing who the hell Anthony Bennett was when they when they drafted him. I, w- I, w- I can't lie. I did not know who he was. I, I cannot tell a lie. We watched him at the McDonald's. That's the American only thing game. I knew. Yeah. It was that- I, him. I mean, I thought he was good. He was, like, fine in college, but that was a, that was a he bad He had the draft. original Zion build, but not the athleticism or the hype. Um, we move on. We've got... Well, Kwame Brown versus Darko Milicic, two very early on bust. They're probably the first bust of our lifetimes, um, at least when we start paying attention to sports. I think there's a lot more surrounding Darko Milicic in terms of the players that went after him, whereas Kwame Brown, still 12 years in the league, outlasted Darko. Darko has become one of the nation's best farmers. He didn't return home. He stayed in America and became a farmer. So if you don't think that's a bust, you don't have to vote for him. So we got Darko versus Kwame Brown. Thomas, I'll let you take the lead here. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Darko just because I'm looking at this 2003 draft class. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Just go even wow. deeper than the names I listed. Just like the, t- the, the top. Yeah, like the top twenty are there's like a lot of like Chris Bosch, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, T- Kirk Heiner, TJ Ford, Michael Petris, Luke Renard, David West, Sasha Pavlicic, Boris Diaw, Travis Outlaw. Maybe some more server Kendrick, Kendrick Perch Kendrick Pershing, Perkins. Why did I just mess that up so badly? Like yeah. the, po- the point's definitely been made. Rube, Darko Melichich, or Kwame Brown? Yeah, I'll go Darko here. Yeah. Um, same reason. Wits? Uh, I never I never really knew much about Darko. I'm going to go with Kwame Brown. But you look at their stat lines, very similar for their careers. About 600 games, about 6-5-1. and one. I'm gonna, Yikes. It's it's funny. It seems like Wits really just doesn't want Darko in this uh, as he went with Blackman last round, Kwame this round. I'm going to go Darko. I just I just think Darko is the, the worst option there just because of the players that came after him. Think, how, think how many – Sorry, yeah, sorry to cut you. Piggyback that point you just made, Roz. Think how many championships are in, are in that that draft. I mean, even Boris Diaw is an NBA champion. Boris Diaw, yeah. So, tough tough go for Darko, and that's why he's advancing. We're in the Final Four. Interesting Final Four, a good Final Four, I think. We've got Jamarcus Russell versus Sam Bowie. 
It's really hard for me. I understand the Michael Jordan aspect of things, but Jamarcus Russell, like Sam Bowie wasn't going to necessarily change a franchise. In basketball, there isn't a position designated to change a franchise. The Raiders were all in. They got LSU's finest. Jamarcus Russell, probably one of the best arms coming out of the draft. He was going to be the future of the Raiders, which they're still in a dark hole because of John Gruden. But Jamarcus Russell, to me, and I guess I never cast my vote first, but I'm voting for Jamarcus Russell here. He's a bust and probably the greatest of all time. I'm going to go Sam Bowie here. I just think, I don't, when you said like changing a franchise and stuff like that, like Mike, that's I mean, like RG3. Yeah, like, I don't know, like Michael Jordan changed basketball forever. He went to just change one team, he changed like the whole landscape of basketball forever. And it just, compl- like, who knows? Russell could have been a pretty good quarterback, but you just never know in the NFL. But, like, when you get a guy in basketball, but that's fair. Really, really take you to the next level fast. And I agree. And so we're basically doing this, and Michael Jordan's probably better than the list. But again, Calvin Johnson, who arguably, if he wanted to continue to play football, was probably the best wide receiver of all time. In my just skill set and everything, Adrian Peterson who has been definitely the best running back of our generation. And who knows, it's tough to do eras. You've got the Browns, the Walter Paytons. But Adrian Peterson, arguably, is the best running back of all time. You, you can, but let me ask you this. Do you think if the Raiders would have taken Peterson or Calvin Johnson instead of Jamarcus Russell, it would have gotten to a Super Bowl? Here's, here's my answer for you. Both the Vikings and the Lions were horrible teams. Look at the quarterbacks that were on those teams. And Calvin Johnson still was a... I'm saying the you Raiders... Answer my question. This, I'll get to answering your question here. The Raiders, you don't know who they would have had at quarterback down the line. Whereas fucking Calvin Johnson had to play with Sean Hill, Jeff Garcia at the end of his career, Kit Harrington. I just put two guys together. I don't even know. Like their quarterback carousel. John Kitna. John Kitna, John Kitna and Joey Harrington. I literally <laughs> I just named the Game of Thrones guy. Kit Her- fucking John Snow was throwing the ball to Calvin Johnson. But that's what I'm saying. Calvin Johnson... Like and that's not common for wide receivers to be drafted and without a quarterback make the impact they did. I'm just saying I totally get it. Michael Jordan, best basketball player of all time, changed literally the entire dynamic of the league. But look at the guys that came after Jamarcus Russell as well. I just think that list is ins- Joe Thomas might be the best lineman of all time. Had the craziest streak. I don't know. I don't know. I'm voting for Jamarcus Russell. I respect your Sam Bowie vote, but I just wanted to get a little fight in there for him. Thomas. I'm gonna go with Sam Bowie as well. Um, I uh, with with some of your logic, Roz, about how he, he was gonna change their franchise and they went all in. Like a lot of teams have done that, and they haven't panned out in football, and it's on to the next trip. But Michael Jordan, I mean, literally went took the Bulls from they're like one of the most profitable franchises of all time now. And so yeah, Bowie. But we're talking a lot. Yeah, get out and vote. Get out. I guess and Bowie's vote. just tied to him like that. Anyways. Wits. I'm going to have to go with Jamarcus Russell here. Wow. Um, and one of the main reasons... Tom, you know, while, <laughs> well, Portland made, I mean, obviously a mistake. They did have Clyde Drexler at the time, who played the same position as Michael Jordan. So, like, I don't fault them for not taking See, I Michael. Think, at, I think that kind of exploited a draft strategy that teams I don't think have really done going forward because the Trailblazers drafted for a position. Now, I don't think teams do that anymore. Like, I don't think you 
in the NBA especially, with obviously this was 30 years ago, but people don't draft in the NBA. People don't draft for positions anymore. They draft for the best players, and I think that is the biggest example. But it's also become a different game. Law. It's it's become a different game, and even when Michael was playing the center position, the power forward position was so much more important. Like they, st- it was still a big man's game. Now it's just wherever you play, if you can handle the ball, shoot, score at any level. That's right. You does positions almost don't matter anymore in the NBA. Look at the Rockets basically playing without a center. I I like Witz's point there. They that is how the NBA was formulated, and they didn't need Michael. At least they didn't think they needed him. Um, it's a tie though for for it, and both hosts were on Russell. So you know what that means. Marcus Russell is moving on. I think we got. I, I like the fifth vote better than yeah, the host vote. I think vote. we need a Mr. Gandalfi vote here. All right, <laughs> Thomas, go get your father. Let me go ahead. Hold on. Let me go ahead. Bring us with you. There we go. What's up? All right, everybody. This part of the show, we are headed to Mr. Gandalfi. Coach Gandalfi will be our fifth and tie-breaking vote. I, they got to pause their show. Hold on. He was in the bathroom he last time. Now oh, he's wait, watching the TV. Ask Charlie. We just need a fifth oh, vote. Oh, Dad's in the bathroom again. He's in the bathroom again. <laughs> vote coming from the toilet. Here we go. Dad, we need it. We need your vote. Who's a bigger bust, Sam Bowie or Jamarcus Russell? Let's see if you got. Say it loud too. Russell. Yes. Russell. You hear that? Russell. Yes. Big win for Coach Gando. Oh, thanks, Dad. From the top rope, the top toilet seat. <laughs> My dad said, look at Bowie's career stats. They're pretty good. That's Chucky's insight. Wow. What a, an exhilarating fifth vote there. Um, Chucky John voter. <laughs> that's quite a coincidence that both times we've, uh, we've, we've needed his vote. He's on the toilet. <laughs> the porcelain throne. Jamarcus Russell has had to go through... Now, at this point, two basketball players. He will face one more in the final, but that has to be determined. We've got Greg Oden versus Darko Milicic. I know, Wits, it feels like you don't know a whole lot about Darko, but I think this is a great matchup. I think a lot of bust here. Um, Rube, take it away. I got Greg Oden here. Um, I don't think this one's really even close either. Greg Oden is just so good in college. and such like an unfortunate career path with all the injuries could have been top five center probably of all time people thought have been nothing to show for it i too i'm gonna go with greg odin for all those same reasons you don't really wits you've been going against uh, him the entire time yeah i mean greg odin for the same reasons as the past two <laughs> guys i was gonna go greg odin as well um, fun fact, there was the potential for Greg Oden and LeBron James to be on the same Ohio State basketball team. Um, anyways. Didn't you we, bring that up that already? Was brought up, that was brought up earlier. Oh, it was? Okay. Mm-hmm. I Jesus, didn't bring it up stay first. off the weed, Ross. Right. Wow. A lot of weed conversation on this show today. Uh, if you're under the legal age for smoking weed, please don't smoke weed. If you are of that age, feel free to puff. All right. We've got Jamarcus Russell versus Greg Oden. In the final, in fact, this is the final I was expecting. I'd put them on opposite sides for a reason. To me, at least for our age group, they have been the quintessential busts on both the NBA level and the NFL level. It all comes to a head here. I'm ready for a good duke out. I'm going to start with Rube, and we'll move on from there. Who do you think, 
Who do you think weighs more today? <laughs> Jamarcus. It's got to be Greg Oden. He's Dude, Greg Oden's 7-1, though. Okay. It's yeah. like, that's, that's, <laughs> we're, going, we're going to the tape. We are going to the tape. We will find out. Um, I want to get my vote to whoever weighs more. You think they update the Wikipedias with their current weight? <laughs> <laughs> they're wa- they're walking around. They're, yeah, they're walking around weight. So, see, Jamarcus says 6'6", 260. But that seems a bit light. I <laughs> <laughs> might be playing weight. We've got 7 foot Greg Owen is probably 220. We've got 250? 250 at 7 feet for Greg Owen. I think we... I think we changed both the twos to threes. <laughs> Greg Oden, when he had his knee injuries, got pretty big. I um, will also do us a good favor here. I will pull up an image of both of them and show all of you at the same time. Unfortunately, fans of the opening line, you won't be able to see, but I will pull up their image of them at their largest. This is good radio. Marcus Russell, fat, is what I typed in. Oh, boy. <laughs> I need that beach picture. It's a good thing. It's a good thing this is an audio thing. We're gonna put we're gonna put him Sorry. in a uniform first. We're only gonna get higher. Look at the legs on that quarterback. Oh God! Look at he's got a tuckus. Look at those muffin top. Um, we are trying to get. Oh, this is this is classic. This is a good one. This one. This one's me. Is that Jamarcus? <laughs> oh, it's Jamarcus. That is me. To frame it. He is in a white beater and eating a cupcake. And like Thomas said, he was one cupcake away from being a right guard. That was his attempt right there. Um, I'm afraid to type in Greg Oden because he does have that famous dick pic. So hopefully that does not come up. (laughs) That should also be in consideration for being a bust. He has a very famous dick pic that came out. Um, So, holy shit. Um, (laughs) You got to show us whatever comes up. And the fans tweet it out. Uh, I'm trying to. They, they Google is not a fan of fat shaming, so they do they make it difficult to find a big picture of one up. I thought uh, fat was in now. I thought it was the new thing. All the models. I, I have no <laughs> idea what they're doing, but we got it, he his is masked by how tall he is. But this is him returning. He's he's tall. He doesn't look as thick as Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus, it's yeah. Jamarcus. Yeah. So when we do our votes, okay. Rube, who do you got winning this whole thing? Um, I got Greg Oden. Wow. Here. Thomas. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's close. Oh, wow. You can have a few more seconds, Rube, even though Rod's cut you off in the middle <laughs> of your no, thoughts. I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm going to go with Greg Oden as well, just because... Oh boy! (laughs) I know what it's coming down to, and he's still on the toilet. (laughs) Roz, you you go, you go. Let me see it. I'm going Jamarcus Russell. It just I can't think of the word "bust" without Jamarcus Russell. (laughs) Jamarcus Bustle. Yeah, there's going to be no toilet needed because I think Greg Oden is. Wow, the Rob! I was one away from having my first bracket winner. I didn't get it done. I thought Jamarcus Russell could have had it. But Greg Oden is the biggest bust here in opening line history, which is not not a history book most people listen to. But Greg Oden is the one bracket. Yeah, we're the number one source when they go look back. For the biggest bust. Um, honorable mentions, Hashim to beat. 
was a pretty yeah, big bust. I think, think he deserved yeah. I had to leave number one on the list I found off because he works at the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, so Ryan Leaf was not on this. Uh, oh, my on this God. One, so we left him off. Uh, <laughs> can't believe I forgot about that one, to be honest with you. I, I'd like to cast my vote for Ryan Leaf over He should have been the player. <laughs> he he should have been the guy playing Anthony Bennett. He would have beat Anthony Bennett. I – no comment. Um, so we're going to move on. Those were some honorable mentions. Uh, Andrew Bogut maybe even could have been one of them. He did oh, have a serviceable he was, career. He, he won an NBA championship. But a number one overall pick. I just want to – you take him not to be serviceable. Um, all right, that is basically the wrap of our show. Rube, anything to say to the people on your way out? Golf's back uh, for you. Yeah, golf's kind of back a little bit. Been watching this charity two-on-two thing. It's, it's okay. Leave it at that. But you can play golf. That's all I really care about. So. Good. You're still Keep in the links. Thomas, any outro? Do we need? Does your dad want an outro as well from the toilet? <laughs> I got a couple things and then we'll, we'll, we'll go talk to my dad see if he's got anything to say um, it sucks for these people that we have these conversations because it's like like, like uh, Sam Bowie that guy's probably gotten so many death threats just because he got taken or like, like you know what I mean these people are just, he's just we like love your compassion. Had a, I, I feel for him I feel for him they're everyday people second thing uh, you might be seeing a business pop up here soon, and it might be the business of Thomas and Witt's car detailing, because we tandem detailed a couple cars lately, and oh, mamacita, they are beautiful. You could eat dinner off some of these cars. No plates. <laughs> Witt's, any good pro tips today? It sounds like Thomas is going to your car, car world. So, anything from you? Uh, no pro tips. Just uh, watched my first live sporting event in a while last night. It was the UFC event, and it was very weird without any fans. It was bizarre. Uh, Hang on, you want? It was fun. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Should, I, should we get some closing thoughts from my dad? And we head to the bathroom. Thanks to a very Josh, important vote, we are getting the last both, words from both. Coach. Closing thoughts on the podcast. What are they? You got any? All right, good, good talk. Diamond. All right, he's, he's working hard. He's churning it out out there. Um, anyways, this has been the opening line where we like to keep the line moving. We'll be back with another bracket next week. Um, it's been a fun roundtable, and uh, you know where to find us every Sunday, and that is here doing these brackets. Uh, catch you next time, everybody. You'll get none. You'll get none. Gets to me, but every time I pull my head up, is a flex of V. You'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get absolutely nothing. Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me, building up some press release. To get none, you'll get none, you'll get one. Oh, girl, Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch, Zach up in this bitch. I've arrived with Fucking bucket full of CDs and flying out my city and it's really something. Busmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them. <laughs> Got a couple homies out in Austin, cost them messages, W tickets, cop them. Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage, a bigger wage. Just coming from what's pumping in my ribcage.
banging now my dick again. Yep, I came up out what I used to claim back in blacker days. Now I move the ball forward. I'm cracking open pack of plays, Dave. I'm pumped about your son, man. Your one man that got me into music in the first place. In the worst ways, I, I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right brain to know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained. I, I can't say that it gets to me, but every time I pull my head up, there's a flex to V. You'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get absolutely nothing. Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me with your fucking press release. You'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.